This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Welcome to Business Executive Interviews, brought to you by Flevy.com. Improve the growth and efficiency of your organization by leveraging Flevy's library of business frameworks and analysis tools. For more information, visit Flevy.com. That's F-L-E-V-Y, Flevy.com. Our guest on this segment has over 25 years of experience in project, program, and portfolio management, having worked in multiple companies in managing large engagements. Sakharan Ramani has also worked with PwC Consulting as a management consultant in the fields of IT strategy development and implementation, ERP systems implementation, and so forth. Ramani is also the author of the book, Improving Business Performance, a Project Portfolio Approach, which is featured by PMI USA in their website. He also, of course, is a contributing author to the frameworks at flevy.com. Romani, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you, David. Talk to us about your company today, and then we can dig into the interview subject matter. Tell us about the company you're currently working with, GRT Consulting, and where your focus is. Okay. GRT Consulting, uh, we are focusing on uh, good practices, global best practices, on project, program, and portfolio management. So if you look at my background, I have handled multiple projects and programs over the couple of years. So uh, GRT Consulting amalgamates the best practices from PMI as well as Axelas Global Best Practices for project, program, and portfolio management. We also do organizational change management, risk management, benefits management across a wide uh, variety of clients, both for training as well as consulting. Are the segments that you're involved in, Romani, are they broad in terms of are you working with manufacturing, service, technology? Give us a sense of the spectrum of the clientele you serve today. Oh, that's a good question, David. If you look at the spectrum, 
spectrum of the clients we handle. Most of the clients are, I should say, come from IT community uh, in India, where I'm based. But uh, I have handled a lot of projects and programs in manufacturing, banking, financial sector, telecom, and also utilities. So most of the companies also, uh, the clients also come from consulting companies themselves. For instance, Accenture, IBM, etc. They're also our clients. So wide variety of clients, I should say that consulting companies also come to us and also IT companies and also non-IT companies also take our help in consulting as well as training. Excellent. And uh, those are names, of course, we're familiar with uh, across the globe and here in the USA. Right. So, So let's dig in. Integrated project portfolio management, Romani. Why should companies look at integrated project portfolio management? What's the distinction? If you look at uh, most of the organizations I've seen, they're very good in defining the strategy, but failed during its implementation. So the problem is, you know, lack of sustained uh, commitment from senior management focus on running the business rather than addressing the changes uh, needed to grow the business. Also, the readiness of the companies to change are the key factors that actually create a disconnect, I should say, between strategy development and execution. So what we see is integrated project portfolio management is an enabler for companies to deliver superior performance. Excellent. The implementation, it's been said many times on this program already that uh, the implementation is often where the breakdown occurs. So uh, not a surprise and uh, and absolutely important to uh, superior performance and building uh, a best practices uh, foundation for any company. You have said that many companies face difficulty in managing transformation or change, right? So what are some of the challenges you've seen out in the field with your clients and how do you typically begin to approach them uh, to address these issues? Okay, that's a good question. If you look at that, you know, David, most of the companies start transformation program with a good intention. They want to change. They want to uh, look differently from the way they actually been doing, etc. But the real problem is during they falter during execution. The implementation is something which is always a problem. In my experience, what I see, the functional managers or heads of business functions are the right people who need to define the benefits and realize the same across the operation environment. In most of the companies, it is not they are not adequately involved with that. Or they probably, they take the eyeballs off, right? I should say that in the day-to-day pressure of the business. Yeah. So in my opinion and my experience, a powerful change sponsor is somebody who can actually set the way and ensure that the transformation uh, runs well. And a program manager is more a facilitator. You know, he cannot be driving the change, but the real change has to come from the functional departments. And uh, they are the kingpin, I should say, to sustain the change. It sounds like the the emphasis there is on the durability, the sustaining of the change. I'll call it the close of the loop. In other words, it's an ongoing investment in uh, process, not a destination, correct? Exactly. It's a journey. People need to undertake the journey and also keep the lights on. So balancing the energy between changing the business and running the business, I should say, it's a critical challenge faced by most of the companies. And as you've mentioned, you're working at GRT, you're working with many different size clients. And uh, and I would guess that small organizations might have slightly different biases or uh, challenges that they face as they work to engineer and then implement transformation. Do I have that right? 
Exactly. See, if you look at uh, David, most of these smaller companies, they started small. And the focus is on, I should say, delivery management, uh, more from scope, schedule, and also cost, etc. But the real problem came when actually they wanted to scale up beyond a particular scale. Uh, they need to redefine the processes. They need to set the processes right, uh, which probably they were not doing. Uh, when a company starts small, I know from my experience also, it depends on what we call star performers, right? Star performance is somebody who has actually seen the good practices and these best practices remain with him or her but when the small companies they scale up uh, instituting a global project management or a company-wise or enterprise-wide project management that becomes a challenge then the companies usually have a problem in cost overruns time overruns and also they don't pass on the acquired knowledge uh, as a part of lessons learned so these are the challenges i see in typical companies what you call level two maturity companies as compared to level three maturity where everything is centralized people know where to look for how to kickstart the projects what are the information repository good practices so that defines the differentiation between small companies and relatively mature companies in project management Excellent. Thank you for that. We're visiting with Sankaran Marani. He is with GRT Consulting LLP, the website www.grt-consulting.com. As you walk into companies, do you ever find that you're working, uh, in the case of smaller uh, institutions or organizations, that the manager that you're working with, the CEO, we'll call him, uh, or the founder, is not the appropriate person to be the sponsor of transformation or change? And uh, if so, how do you tackle that? That's correct. In most of the companies, uh, the people who start companies, they're all technology guys, right? Yeah, yeah. And they've got technology savviness. I call CTO savviness as compared mm-hmm. to being a CEO savviness. So they look at projects more from a delivery perspective rather than implementation perspective. And uh, the real people who need to sustain the change are the people who actually run the operations and who run the uh, actual uh, BAU, we call that business as the usual. Uh, they're the right people to transform and sustain the change. That disconnect always happens unless the guy at the top who has got the authority to run the program and also uh, understand the big picture, uh, it becomes a disconnect in many cases. And of course, folding into all of this, Romani, is the idea that enhancing any project management capacity for an organization is crucial for not only their survival, but their durability as a business enterprise, right? How, how do you work with companies to help them enhance their project management capability? Yeah, that's a good question, David. If you look at, you know, there have been studies after studies, uh, I should say, that uh, of uh, stories of uh, projects having failed, big multi-million dollar projects failed. Mm. And uh, PMI and also a lot of consulting companies, they have also noted that, you know, companies spend multiple billions of dollars, not only millions, billions of dollars each year in running projects. And the success rate of the many of the projects are not that great. I should say anything between 40 to 50 percent of the projects and programs only actually become successful in delivering what they're expected to do. The remaining 40% or 50%, they fail on account of multiple reasons. You know, it could be cost overruns, it could be due to time overruns, and it also could be benefits leakage, so on and so forth. So, enhancing the PPM maturity, the project management maturity, what we call project portfolio management maturity, I should say then, of an organization enables, you know, 
the company to reduce the time overruns bring about a sort of a benefit and also bring in a culture you know that people should adopt some systematic processes systematic ways of looking at things and optimize resource utilization i think this is one of the key takeaways in my experience that unless companies enhance the project management maturity they will be simply losing you know putting the money on the table and walking away without knowing where they are actually losing that yeah right Yeah. So that's the key um, takeaway. I should say that that instead of just running the business, they should be become masters in executing projects. That's why enhancement of uh, capacity and capability of project management is going to be a very critical differentiator in the current world. Yeah. yeah so powerful. Organizational change management. How does it relate to project portfolio management? If you could make that uh, clearer for our listeners, that'd be great. excellent question see also what i have seen david is many of the projects and programs do not fail on account of technical reasons except excepting very rare you know rocket launch etc there are different type of programs but most of the program which involves service delivery like you know i am um, i have been dealing with the bank recently now the bank wants to introduce digitization in multiple ways of looking at things now there is a lot of pushback which come from the bau right because they think okay we have been doing excellent with the legacy systems why should it go to the new system sure. and what is the adoption rate that type of challenges keep coming from the end users or the middle level users so organizational change management looks at driving the change softly without actually alienating the end users but at the same time making sure the change happens in a way the absorption of the change is okay and also people see that change is good for them beneficial for them beneficial for the company so it's more like a soft skill right rather than getting into the hard skill and most of the companies now have understood the need for the change agent or the change manager right who will accompany the delivery manager to make sure the transformation run well So it's very critical for um, project portfolio yeah. management. Yeah, and not only critical, but I love the way you say that it's sort of a gentle balancing act. This gentle yeah. integration that happens over some amount of time. So it's not a rocket launch. It's not a shock condition to the organization. Yep. A BAU uh, is not uh, uh, scared or afraid or pushback. They're they'll, they're more likely to embrace it because it's more process focused rather than shock condition focused. So beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. I wanted to spend exactly. a few minutes as we wind this segment down, uh, Mr. Romani, on uh, the 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 Flevi dot com frameworks that you contribute there. What can can we find at flevi.com that you have authored tell us a little bit about that work okay so if you look at uh, the uh, contributions which are made to flevi it's more from change management again change management is one thing which is my close to my heart yeah. so we have given a lot of articles on how to drive change across companies i've also contributed articles on how pmo epmo enterprise project management office can deliver change how it facilitates change i have given couple of articles and also program management which is different from large project management for multiple companies that also i have seen a lot of people have taken those articles and the portfolio management how portfolio management integrates with program and project management is another of my key topics uh, in flavi.com which has also found a lot of takers Excellent. So you can find really a lot of knowledge capital relating to many of the areas that you focus on with your company and in the work you do at GRT Consulting yes. LLP. Of course, the website there is www.grt-consulting.com. We've been visiting with Sankaran Ramani joining us from India today. It's late for you. Thank you so much for joining us on the program and uh thank you for the work you're doing uh, for enterprises and at flavi.com. Thanks, David. 
Thanks for listening to Business Executive Interviews, brought to you by Flevy.com. Improve the growth and efficiency of your organization by leveraging Flevy's library of business frameworks and analysis tools. Find them at Flevy.com. That's F-L-E-V-Y, Flevy.com. Remember, you can hear more interviews like these by subscribing to the Flevy.com channel on YouTube or the Business Executive Interviews podcast on iTunes.